Welcome to 28 and Searching. I'm your host, Samantha, and today I have Trevor Waltos with me. Hi, Trevor. Thanks for coming on my show. Hi, Samantha. So, Trevor, tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? Where are you currently living? How many years have you been in your industry? That sort of thing. So, uh, my name is Trevor Waltos. I'm a professional Santa Claus, which means I get paid for what I do. Um, <laughs> Uh, there are a lot, a lot of um, amateur Santa Clauses, I guess uh, you could say, you know, who just do it for fun or for friends or family or whatever. But I actually get contracted out to be Santa Claus, so that's pretty neat. Uh, I'm 48 years old. I live in Puyallup, Washington with my family. I have a wife and two kids. Um, and being 48, I'm kind of on the younger spectrum of as Santa Clauses go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your average Santa Claus is uh, probably in the 60s, 60s to 70s. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of on the younger end. <laughs> um, I've been doing this since 2008. That was the first year I got into being Santa Claus and actually being paid to do it. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Yeah, there was a few times before that where I actually did it just uh, for fun, mm -hmm. uh, put on the suit, and uh, I had a friend that had a store, and she would have an open house. She had a Hallmark uh, Gold Crown store, and she would have open houses uh, in November to kick off the holiday season, and so there were a few times where she had me come in and put on the, the suit and, and be Santa Claus for the open house, but that was just for fun and just for, to help her out. Um, so anyways, in 2008... Uh, I was, at that time, I had a mobile DJ business, uh, like the wedding DJ kind of thing, mm -hmm. and I was really getting burnt out on that, and I was really looking for something else to do, and the whole Santa Claus thing, um, doing it professionally, kind of just, I, I would say it, it found me, it, it happened <laughs> to me, or I was, it picked me, I would say, would be the best way to, to describe it. Okay. Um. But I'm so I'm so blessed and I'm so lucky and happy uh, that it did because I just love it. Yeah, and so I mean I think most people know what a professional Santa is, but if you were telling somebody kind of what you do, how would you describe it? Well, uh, so what I do is I have a website and people find me on my website, and if I'm available for the day of their event, um, they hire me. I have contracts that I send them out and um, so everything's all legal and binding and all that the contract says that I will appear at your event on this date and time um, and then for this amount of money for a certain fee sure uh, and so yeah so um, then I prepare myself by um, making sure that you know all my suits look the best that they can be I have several different suits um, I have a few that I've had custom made. Um, I have a few that uh, are just what we call bought off the rack or, you know, today it's on the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are a lot, lot, lot of different costume sites on the Internet where you can get Santa suits and all that kind of stuff. So, But I do have some custom made ones that I've had custom made. And um, so I make sure that those are all good and ready to go. And I have a couple of different pair of Santa Claus boots and belts and bells and all that kind of stuff so when the season's gearing up i make sure that that's all ready to go and then the other thing is, is that because i'm only 48 years old um, i have a lot of my natural reddish brownish color in my hair so i have to bleach my beard and my hair to be santa claus okay 
yeah, so that's a process all in itself. <laughs> okay. And do you want to tell people the name of your website so that if they're looking for you, they can find you? Sure. It's really simple. It's just myseattlesanta.com. Okay. Easy enough. And so when you, when you were transferring into becoming a professional Santa, what are some of the, what are some of the, the attributes you had to have to kind of move into it? What kind of things did like being a DJ help you become a good Santa? Uh, actually it did because uh, being a DJ, I'm already used to, um, you know, speaking in front of people to large crowds, um, things like that. Um, I do, even at Santa Claus, I still do a lot of um, time on the microphone, um, announcing, doing uh, countdowns for tree lightings and things like that, and speaking to large crowds. So actually, being a DJ did prepare me for being Santa Claus. Um, and, and my voice, you know, just being able to use my voice uh, to be Santa Claus, being a DJ really helped with that. Um, so, yeah. That's, um, I guess that's it for that. <laughs> okay. And so, um, you know, I know you have to work with, you know, kids and you work in large crowds. Are, are there any like stipulations that go along with that? Like, do you need any type of insurances or is there like any, you know, background stuff you need to be sure of by being able to do that? Yes, there is actually. Yes. Um, most all Santa Clauses um, on the professional level are requ required usually by either a contracted employer or if you're working for, say, a mall um, or, like, say, Bass Pro. Mm -hmm. This year I worked for Bass Pro in Tacoma. Um, yes, you have to be uh, have a background check done on yourself. Okay. Um, and there's several different agencies that can do that for you, uh, separate, several different places you can have that done. So, yes, background check. And then also there is... Uh, liability insurance. Um, as a professional performer, entertainer performer, I do carry um, insurance for myself, yes. Okay. And so you do more. So you actually work both within, like, the private sector, so to say. So, like, you go, you know, people can just hire you and you can go to private events, but you also work in, like, retail environments, right? So you have contracts with actual companies as well. Exactly, yes. So this year, for instance, um, I worked for Bass Pro in Tacoma, so I did several hours for them uh, at their store there. But then, yes, I also book myself out for my own private party events. I do, like, Santa breakfasts at hotels uh, at the Grand Hyatt in, in downtown Seattle. I did a, a breakfast there. Um, I do an event at the uh, Russell Investment Center in downtown Seattle. Uh, they hire me to come in, and they put me in the lobby of the building there, and all the businesses and firms that are in that building come down and get pictures of Santa Claus. Um, and that's a really fun thing. So, yeah, I do both things. And then I also work for Argosy Cruises. Um, okay. They do their Christmas sh Christmas ship festival every year. And I am Santa Claus uh, on the Christmas ship, too. So uh, that's a that's where I'm a regular employee for them. A seasonal employee, but an employee nevertheless. I was going to say, I think I've seen you because I watched the Argosy Cruise Santa ships last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From from the Mercer Island Beach Club. So that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's okay. a lot of fun. I really have a lot of fun doing that. The, the Argosy Christmas ship is just so fun and magical, and it's really uh, special for a lot of people this time of year. So being Santa, you actually get to do a lot of really cool things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have. I, I 
just I always feel blessed with what I'm able to do as Santa Claus. It's just um, it's just fun for me. It's just magical and fun. And so, but I mean, besides just being, you know, the face, right? So the entertainment portion, you're also essentially running your own business. So you have to do all the back end stuff too, right? I do. Yeah. Um, I have to market myself. I have to, like I say, I have contracts that I have to keep up on dates and times and all that. I have to keep straight and run my website and, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a small business person. Okay. Uh, running my, my Santa Claus business. Yeah. Very cool. And so being on the younger side of a Santa, um, has that, a, has that hindered you at all? Is that something that you would suggest other people maybe wait, or is it something that you can kind of get around because you have more energy to be Santa? Yeah, that's the way I look at it. Um, I think that, um, I'm able to do things and, and, um, how should I put it? I, I have more, uh, physically, I guess I should say, I'm able to do things uh, that maybe some other Santa Clauses are not able to do, um, especially in an environment like on the Argosy Christmas ship. Um, I'm not just like sitting in a chair the whole time. I'm up moving around, uh, getting down on a knee, talking to children, posing for pictures with people. Um, I'm always constantly moving. So uh, being younger on that part is really helps a lot. Okay. And so how, you know, how did you decide to become a professional Santa Claus? What was the, what happened to make that um, find you, so to speak? Well, I'll tell you, it really, it started with my grandparents. My grandparents made Christmas time special for me as a child. Mm -hmm. And I've always had the love of Christmas and Santa Claus. Um, I guess you could say have it in my heart. (laughs) <laughs> and so I think it was I think it was really easy for me to make that transition to being a Santa Claus because um like I say the the spirit and of Santa was already within me and um I guess it just had to come out <laughs> find a way to come out and, and um so yeah And so did you just I, I, one year pick up a Santa hat and said I'm I'm going to do this Um pretty much so what I did what happened was I w- I just found myself on the internet one day Googling Santa Claus. I don't even, I can't explain why, but I (laughs) I did and I was. And what I found out, I found two things on the internet and one was a actual website that's a networking of Santa Claus website called ClausNet. I found that and I went on there and I started looking around and seeing all these guys that were doing this already, you know, that already were doing this as a profession. And I thought, wow. And then I found that there was a actual Santa Claus school coming to Seattle. And I thought, wow. And I, at that time, I wasn't even sure that I was going to become a Santa Claus. I mm-hmm. thought it would be cool to just go to the school and just hang out with all these guys that do this. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what I did. I, I paid my fee to go to the school, and I went to the school, and I'm sitting there in the class listening to the guy who was instructing at the time, uh, instructing the class, listening to everything he had to say and talking to other guys there. And I just thought to myself, you know what? I think I could do this. I think I could be a Santa Claus. And so it just started from there. And that was 2008. Uh, And actually, the first two years that I was Santa Claus, I didn't have my real beard yet. I wore a fake beard. And um, I got hired on by, there was a, a company that, uh, in the malls, I don't think they're around anymore, but they're called picture people. 
and they're in the malls, and I got hired by them to be Santa Claus at Christmas time for them. And so I wore a fake beard and had my Santa suit, and that's how I got started. And I did two years with them. And then in 2010, I decided it was time to grow my real beard, and that's really when it took off, when uh, the whole thing really exploded. Wow. Okay, so there's there's a school for Santas. There's actually several. <laughs> okay. And so do you think that's a something that if somebody wants to become Santa, do you think that's something that they should go to and experience before they make that decision? I, I definitely think they should, yes. Uh, not only do you get good training at a lot of the schools, um, you get a lot of the insights and you get to network with other Santa Claus and you get to find out, you know, where do you get a good Santa suit? Um you know, where do you get a belt? Where do you get boots? Where do you get, all, you know, all that kind of stuff that's Santa Claus related. Um, you learn all that kind of, of, of things uh, at a Santa Claus school. And just, just being around other, other Santas. I mean, it's just all about really about networking with other Santas and, and anybody really in the, in the Christmas industry. Yeah, okay, that's that's amazing. I love that there's this subculture of Santas that I do not know about, which is awesome. You know, um, here's a funny thing. In... 2006 was the first real big Santa Claus convention, and uh, that was held in Branson, Missouri, and that was called Discover Santa. And there were about three or four hundred real bearded Santas who came who attended that event. Well, in 2016, they held the 10-year anniversary of that event, and almost a thousand, just about a thousand. Uh, Santa Clauses showed up for that event. Oh my goodness. And yeah, it's, um, they say that there are probably in the United States right now, there are probably three to 4,000 uh, men who have mostly have real beards um, and, you know, p- p- portray Santa Claus during Christmas time. So I feel like I've watched a documentary about this. And I, I know that sounds kind of, but I feel like I know what you're talking about with this convention because I think I watched a documentary about it. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a few different ones out there I've seen, too, yeah. Okay, so um, Santa School is kind of where you want to start if you're looking into this. What kind of personalities do you think are going to work best as Santa Claus? Well, you definitely uh, have to be jolly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to have the Christmas spirit. Uh, you have to be able to, I would say, one of the biggest things, you have to have patience. Um, especially with different children and things that you're dealing with, uh, you have to have patience. Um, that's one of the biggest things that I think about every year is I'm so glad that I have the patience to deal with different children and sometimes having to deal with parents yeah. and, and things like that. So, um, But, yeah, definitely being jolly helps, uh, having the Christmas spirit and, and patience. Uh, those are all, all things that being a good Santa Claus. Well, and so this is this is a little bit of a different question for some of my other interviews because it's not typically anything that matters, but for you it kind of does. When you're talking about physicality, so how somebody looks, is it important for Santa Clauses to have a certain look about them? Well, you know, that's the neat thing that I like is that everybody portrays Santa Claus in their own in their own way, in their own image. And for me, uh, when I go to like one of the conventions where there's a bunch of us together, 
it's really, I, I think it's really fun to see how everybody's interpretation of Santa Claus is. And um, they all, a lot of them look different with different styles of suits. Um, some, some do casual Santa with maybe a vest mm-hmm. or a, a white shirt and suspenders. You know, um, there's all different types of Santa Clauses out there and portrayals of Santa Claus and interpretations. And I think that's really cool. So I wouldn't say there's any one right way okay. um, to, to do that, to the look of Santa Claus. But um, it's really neat because sometimes when I'm in that environment of a bunch of Santa Clauses together, um, when there's people around or kids around, it's fun to watch kids will go to a certain Santa. They'll, they, it just, it just kind of happens. They gravitate towards a certain Santa. And it just, you know, to me, it just means that that Santa means something to that person. And it's fun. It's fun to watch that. Yeah. Okay. So even though everyone can have their own style, do you think it's important to maintain a signature look? So if you looked like one Santa one year doing the same Santa the next year will help you with your business? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said, I've added uh, different suits and things over the years, but for the most part, I mean, the way I have my beard and, and stuff like that, um, it, you know, is the same year to year. And I get a lot of people now that um, recognize me um, when I'm at different events. Like if I'm at Bass Pro, I had a couple people this year come in and say, hey, we saw you at Pike Place Market or, you know, you're the same Santa from Pike Place Market. So that's kind of cool. People are recognizing me now when I'm out in public. And so I know you talked about the beard, the fake beard and the real beard. Is a real beard always going to win over the fake beard? Uh, In most cases, I would say yes. Um, there are some really good high quality, uh, fake beards or what we call in the industry designer beards. Um, and you can even get on the theatrical level of, of a beard and, and, you know, wig, if you want to really, you know, spend the money to do that. And some of them it's, it's hard to tell, but for the most part, um, you can tell, you know, a a designer beard or fake beard from, from a real beard. Okay. And so what do you think is the one personality trait that if somebody has, they should stay as far away from being a professional Santa as possible? <laughs> I would say if you, if you don't like kids and you don't like people. <laughs> Maybe I've, not for I've you. Heard, you know what? I've actually heard of Santas who only do ad work because they don't want to be around kids or, or people or the public or whatever. So there's some Santas out there that only do ad work because then they don't have to deal with the kids in public and parents and all that. But that's a possibility, I would say, right? I mean, you can do yeah. just ad work. Yeah, you can. I mean, sure. But yeah, you could do that if you want. Um, but I don't know. To me, it's I, I enjoy making people happy. Sure. Um, like I said, my grandparents made Christmas special for me, and when I'm able to do that for other people, that – that's the best. I okay. love it. Sure. And so what is one part of your personality that maybe struggled where you either had to change how you were doing things or you had to change how the job was, you know, expecting you to do them in your own personality? Um, well, I, I would say that I, I tend to be, um, when I don't have the suit on, and I found this same, the same when I was in the mobile DJ business, I, I say things and do things as Santa Claus that I would never say or do in, 
my personal life. Um, I'm kind of an introvert in my personal life. Sure. Uh, but then something happens to me when I put on that suit and I'm in that role of Santa Claus. I I'm an extrovert then, and it's it's a it's a change. It just happens naturally, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I would say that's kind of a thing that um, I didn't really have to struggle with, but I've noticed. I, I know that it's happening. I know that I say things and I do things that I would never do uh, in my personal life. You know. So it's just a shift. It's just something yeah. like where you're where you're like you can't expect it of Trevor, but of Santa you can. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, I mean, you talked about ad work and you talked about owning your own business. Um, so there, there are kind of lateral moves. So there's different divisions of being Santa. You can do Santa in, it sounds like a numerous type of way where you can either be a seasonal employee or you can have your own business or you can go to like modeling a Santa, right? Oh yeah, for sure. And that's kind of the goal I'm, I'm trying to get to, um, you know, I want to be Santa Claus all year round. And so uh, I want to get into um, doing ad work in, in you know, because what they do is they do the ad work. Uh, they, sh- they shoot the commercials and, and the magazine ads and all that in, in the spring and summer uh, mm-hmm. so that they're ready to go by Christmas time. So um, a good Santa, you know, he can do ad work uh, in the first part of the year and then, you know, fill out, fill out his calendar all year long. And then now also uh, Christmas in July and summertime Santa is becoming more popular uh, I've actually done some events uh, in the summertime as Santa. Um, so, you know, you you can, if you really put yourself into it, uh, you can really fill out your calendar and work as Santa all year long. And so what does that look like? What is what is a June-July Santa, what, what, what kind of events are going on where that's a possibility? So, um, for instance, this year, uh, one of the events that I did was at the uh, Seattle Mariners game. Um, Rick Riz, who is the announcer of uh, the Mariners, the on-air announcer for the radio side of the Mariners, uh, he has an organization called Toys for Kids. Mm-hmm. And so um, one of the groups that I belong to, one of the pro- professional Santa Claus groups I belong to, we go up to a Mariners game and we set up a, a photo booth um, with a sleigh and everything and people can come and get their picture with Santa Claus and then make a donation to Rick's uh, organization toys for kids and so that's one event and so what the most of the santas do is we kind of we dress in in um summertime santa kind oh. of maybe a, 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 like a hawaiian santa shirt with red shorts and you know uh, a santa hat something like that you know nature sure um, yeah casual santa summertime santa um, but it gets a lot of good reaction from the crowd, and people love it. And um, it's you know that's a good cause that I love working with. Uh, so that's great. And then I've also been hired. I had one lady hire me. She was doing a Christmas in July party at her house. Uh, she was loved Christmas, and she was doing Christmas in July. And she hired me to come and hand out gifts uh, at her party. Of you know, so that was a lot of fun too. So I've done different events like that um, in the summertime. Okay, that that's pretty awesome. So, because that that was one of my one of my questions about being Santa. Because you you think about Santa maybe part of November, mostly December, and then it's kind of over. So, how do you how do you keep like do you, do you have your business and then do you have another job as well during the off season or how does that kind of work for you? Yeah. So for me, uh, 
because I'm not at that quite that level of full-time Santa yet. I, I do have a regular job that I work uh, during the rest of the year. And then uh, I'm lucky and fortunate enough that um, the company I work for, uh, they let me take a leave of absence. Um, I start about mid-November, and I take a leave of absence from that job to be Santa full-time through the Christmas season. Um, but, yeah, the rest of the year I, I, I do have a, a regular job uh, at this point. Sure. Uh, hopefully the goal is the goal is to become be Santa be able to be Santa full time uh, all year round and and that's that's where I'm working towards. And there and there are people who do that right that that do Santa all year round. That's a possibility. Oh, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Especially if you're a Santa, let's say down in uh, L.A. Um, you know, we're down in Hollywood, if mm-hmm. you're close to Hollywood, where they shoot the commercials and a lot of the ad work is done. Um, you can I know Santas that work all year long like i say doing ad work in the spring and summer and then they do their regular santa gigs you know during the winter okay and so when you're when you're doing not necessarily full-time santa and you're doing it between you know the christmas season um what is is it i mean is it more for the love or is it also lucrative or how does how does that kind of work so it's both Okay. <laughs> um, I, I do it. I do it because I love it, mm-hmm. but I also have a family I have to support. Yeah. Um, so it has to also be lucrative. Now there are Santas that just do it for fun and that's totally fine. And I even know Santas who only do it for charity. Sure. Um, they, they only do it to donate their time for charities. Um, some Santas only go to say like, uh, children's, uh, Seattle children's hospital or Mary bridge in Tacoma. Yeah. Um, there are some Santas that do that and that's, that's great. And that's wonderful. Um, but if you want to, if you really pursue it, uh, it can be very lucrative. Um, a good Santa, and I mean a good Santa with, you know, good suits, um, and a good beard and, and all that, um, a good look to him. Um, a good Santa can make good money doing this. And, and like I said, since I have a family I need to support, um, I need to be able to, to make money doing it. I do it because I love it, but I also have to do it to to support oh, yeah. my family which which makes me feel I just feel blessed that I am able to do something I love doing and still support my family doing it I I love that Absolutely. I'm blessed I, yeah. Yeah. No. Abs- I mean, that's 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 the dream, right? I mean, everybody wants to do what they love and make money doing it. I mean, that's exactly, exactly. And, and I still uh, find things to donate my time. Um, Any time that I get a call from uh, the military bases, McCord or, or Fort Lewis, um, if I'm able to to do an event for them, I always donate my time for them and 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 just go and do the event. Yeah. whatever it is, and, and um, anything like that. I've done um, some other charity, like I say, the Toys for Kids uh, event with Rick Riz. That's just, I just donate my time and go up there and do it because I, I support the cause. So uh, things like that, I still try to find time to be able to, to do. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I'm, I'm making money doing it. Cool. Okay. And so what are some of the drawbacks to this choice? I mean, I would assume like it's kind of expensive to get into because sand, I mean, costumes in general are not cheap. So good ones are not going to be cheap. Yeah. And, and especially the last two suits that I've gotten, like I said, they're custom made, they're tailored for me. Yeah. Um, So yeah, those can get a little expensive. Um, So yeah, I mean, I guess that can be a downside, but I just look at it as an investment in my business. I mean, right. You have to, you have to 
spend money to make money. I guess Absolutely. <laughs> and, and so in December, though, like what what kind of hours are you running? Um, like, are you working like 80 hour weeks? I mean, is it insane? Uh, yeah, um, especially this year. Um, I This year, since November 24th, Black Friday, I have been doing something as Santa Claus every day. Uh, some days I have multiple things going on. So um, some days I would do Bass Pro in the morning from 10 to 3 and then go out and do a Christmas ship at night, you know. Uh, some days I would have my own private event in the morning and go do a Christmas ship at night. Um, some days I have multiple of my own private events that I do. Um, and But I've, I've been doing something every day uh, since the 24th. Um, so it gets a little tiring, but, you know, I just have to push through. And um, I know that uh, December 24th, that's when it's all done and I can take a break and spend time with my family. <laughs> and so you say you have a family. Do you have young kids or were you doing this when you had young kids? I, I, I started when they were young. Yes. So um, what, how did that work seeing, you know, dad and yeah, Santa? Right. So what we did, my wife and I, when I decided to, cause what the first two years when I had my fake beard, they had no clue what I was doing. And I, what I would do is I would go to my mother-in-law's and change into suit go do my event and then, you know, go back to her and house, change. change out into my street clothes and then come <laughs> home. And the kids just thought I was going to work. They had no idea what I was doing. So when I decided to grow out my real beard and start doing this, you know, for real, we, my wife and I had to figure out what we were going to tell the kids. And so what we did, we came up with this plan. What we did is we uh, wrote out a letter. On, we did it on the computer using um, really fancy cursive writing, you know, mm -hmm. in print. And we wrote, what we did is we wrote a letter from Santa Claus to me and mailed it to, our, to you know, to myself, saying <laughs> that because, that because, and we put it on fancy, like, parchment paper, so yeah. it looked all really, you know, Santa Claus-ish. And what we did is we mailed it to myself, and it, what it was, it was a letter from Santa Claus telling me that because I had the love of Christmas and my heart and all that kind of stuff, that I was being chosen to be one of Santa's helpers. And so that's, that's the angle we took on that. I was one of Santa's helpers. And so the kids bought it. You know, they were all, you know, they, they totally bought into it, and it was great. And my daughter even, when she was eight years old, she asked me if she could be my elf. And so for the last several years, she is my elf, Sarah Sugarplum, and she would go out to some of my, she'd go out to some of my events with me, dressed as an elf, and like, you know, hand out candy canes to the kids. Um, she did a couple parades with me when I did the parades in Sumner. Um, she would do parades and hand out candy canes to the kids and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that was a lot of fun to be have her involved with me in, in being Santa Claus. That sounds like a lot. Of, that would be awesome. Like as a kid, of course, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah, and then my son, my son, he's he's kind of on the tech tech side of things, and so he does a lot of uh, like video for me and you know photos and all that kind of stuff for my website and, and things like that. So so he helps out in that way too. So you get to kind of work with your family. Your family's part yeah. of it. Yeah, and then my wife, my wife is behind the scenes. She's not a Mrs. Claus, um, but she is behind the scenes 
uh, helping me, you know, keep my books straight, helping me keep my events straight, my dates and all that, uh, help, you know, prepping here and there where she needs to and, and all that kind of stuff. So she's behind the scenes doing a lot for me, too. Well, that's that's a lot of fun. So it can really be a family-involved endeavor if somebody wants to do this. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. Okay, very cool. And so this this is one of the hard questions that tends to hit a lot of people, but what has been your worst day as Santa Claus? Uh, well, I, I would have to say um, when I, I did one year at a mall, Mm-hmm. And I won't say what mall it is, but I did a year at a mall. And there was one day where there was a mother who just um, basically was forcing her crying, screaming, scared child uh, onto Santa mm. and would not give up. And um, it really was upsetting. And I couldn't figure out why she was doing this to the poor child. <clears throat> And I basically, I had to walk off set. I was so upset. I couldn't believe that she was doing this. And that was probably probably the lowest point and the worst day uh, so far being Santa Claus. And they, that doesn't happen. I mean, that's a rare thing, but, but it has happened. And I'm sure it happens to other guys, too. Um, I don't understand it. I don't know why parents think Wanted. they need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, to me, it's not fun at all. I don't know what is you know, special about that, especially that picture. I mean, there are kids that are just absolutely terrified and I don't blame them. I mean, you know, if if you were forced (laughs) to sit with a strange man in a big red suit, I mean, you know, sure. Yeah. That's what I meant by, that's what I meant by sometimes I, it's not dealing with the kids. It's it's having to deal with the parents sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and how, and uh, that's a hard situation to deal with as, I mean, as Santa, what, what do you do? You know, <laughs> Did yeah, you say well, something um, or I was hoping when that when that happened that day, you know, I was really hoping that my set manager was going to mm-hmm. take charge and do something about it. And she never did. She didn't do anything about it. And that's when I finally just got up and walked away and walked off the set. Yeah, I just yeah, I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, no, I do not blame you at all. That's yeah. I mean, that's a that's a tough like even like moral. You know what I mean? When, especially yeah, when it conflicts yeah. with how you feel about the season and you know the exactly. how it's supposed exactly. to be. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Okay, yeah. so let's flip it around. What has been the best day as being Santa? <laughs> well, um, man, there's a lot. There's a lot to choose from for that. Um, my my day at Pike Place Market is always a great day. Um, if you know uh, Pike Place Market in Seattle, um, that's such a fun, festive uh, holiday vibe going on there, especially at Christmas time. And I always I'm always there the Saturday after Thanksgiving, and I'm there to kick off the holiday season for the market. And I light up the market at night. I'm there all day. And I see thousands and thousands of people all day long. And then at night when it gets dark, uh, we do a big countdown. And I'm able to uh, magically, as Santa Claus, light up the market. And um, that's really special and fun. So that's one of the most fun events that I do all year long. And I've been doing that for several years now. So so that's really a, a highlight of, of my season. That is super cool. And so you, your Christmas at your house must be pretty insane, right? You've got some, <laughs> you, you've got some, you've got to step up with your own house, right? Yeah. You know, you know how they say how, um, a plumber's 
house is always the last to, you know, get the plumbing yeah. fixed, or a painter's house is always the last to be painted. Yep. Yeah, um, that's kind of how it is here. Um, every year I think to myself, okay, the day after Halloween, I'm getting the Christmas lights up. That's it. You know, I'm going to do it. The day after Halloween, it's going to happen. And, it, you know, things happen and life happens. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, December 1st. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to get the Christmas lights up. They're not up yet. We got to get our tree up. Come on. You know, it, it all eventually happens and uh, it's all good. But, yeah, <laughs> being Santa Claus, you know, especially nowadays, um, my season starts. I start doing things the first week of November. I start working with photographers and studios and things like that. So, yeah, the first week of November on through the rest of the year, I, I'm I'm busy. Busy, yeah. Okay. And so what are some of the benefits of being a professional Santa Claus? Um, I guess the benefit, um, I've been able to do some really special things for my family um, because of being Santa Claus. Um Taking them out, I was able, because I work for Argosy, taking them out on Argosy Christmas ship cruise. Um, when I One year I did the Polar Express train. I was able to take them on the Polar Express train, which is fun and magical. Um, a couple years ago, I did a breakfast for the Redmond Town Center Marriott, and they put us up in their presidential suite. Oh, for the wow. Night. And that was, I mean, this is a place that, like, um, Russell Wilson has stayed. Um, a lot of famous Hollywood movie stars, when they come into Seattle, have stayed there. Um, that was pretty special to be able to share with my family. Um, so things like that, that I just, again, I just feel so blessed to be able to to do. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. That's Those are very yeah. awesome perks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so what would you say is the thing you love most about what you do? Um, making people happy. Allowing people, what I always think of, and even with adults, uh, children, you know, of course, children and Santa Claus, they go together hand in hand. But sometimes um, I look into the eyes of an adult and I can tell that they're going back to some certain memory of Christmas time or Santa Claus or something from their childhood. Um, I don't know how I can tell that, but I can just tell. Um, and to me, that's, that's special. And I'm so happy that I'm able to, to do that for people. Um, that's, that's the best part about being Santa's making people happy, maybe making them forget about their troubles for even just for an instant. Um, that's, that's special to me. Yeah, absolutely. And so you told me that you are working towards becoming a year-round Santa. What kind of things are you doing to move towards that goal? So I am going to um, start taking um, acting classes mm. and improv classes uh, because I really want to get into ad work. Um, so that's that's kind of the next goal that I've set for myself Um and that's where I want to be. I want to, I want to be doing ad work. And so I probably, I'm going to, at some point I'm going to need to probably hire an agent, um, to get me going towards that direction. And like I say, um, taking some special extra classes and, and things like that. Super cool. Okay. So we've kind of gone over what it means to be a professional Santa. I've just got a few more questions for you. Okay. Um, what did you want to be when you were a kid? <laughs> uh, 
Well, um, I wanted, I wanted to be a truck driver. Hey. <laughs> Uh, well, my, my grandpa, I come from a family of truck drivers. My grandpa was a truck driver. My dad was a truck driver. So, you know, as a kid, that's that's kind of all I knew. And I thought it would be, I thought it'd be so cool to be up in the big trucks and the big rigs. And yeah, so as a kid, I mean, that's that's what I wanted to do. Well, now you're a sleigh driver. So exactly, you stepped exactly. up into the world, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best piece of business advice you've received? I received, mm-hmm. um, okay, so uh, one of, when I went to the Santa Claus school, um, the guy who was instructing, the Santa who was instructing the class, uh, he came in to the classroom and he did a Google search of Santa Claus websites in the Seattle area. And he said that, no one yet, none of the Santa Clauses in this area, none of their websites had Seattle, had actual Seattle in the title of the website, of the domain name. They all had their own personal names, you know, mm-hmm. or or whatever. And he said, so I went, I left that night from that class and went out and I bought the domain of my Seattle Santa. And I tried for Seattle Santa, but I, it, it was too expensive at the time. Sure. So I, I went with my Seattle Santa, and that was available, and I took it, and it's the best. Um, I'm so glad I did. And I would have to say that's the best advice, really, that I've, I've been given so far. Um, I couldn't believe at the time when he came into the classroom and said, you know, nobody has anything to do with Seattle in their website title. I was like, what? And I didn't, I hadn't even thought of that yet. You know, I, yeah. I wasn't even at that point yet, but as soon as he pointed that out, I was like, well, yeah, I mean, duh, it was kind of a duh moment. Well, and, and to like your said, point, I, that's how I found you. <laughs> you, you searched, you were, I, did you search, what did, what did you search? I searched you? Seattle Santa Clauses. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean, I get, my website gets so many hits every year. Um, and I'm guessing, just like you, that's how they find me. And so I would have to say that's probably one of the best pieces of advice uh, in the business of Santa Claus that I received. Okay. And so what is what is one piece of advice you would give to somebody who is maybe in a career they don't love and they're trying to find something else? They're feeling discouraged where they're at right now. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough one. I mean, obviously we all know if you do something you love, it's not, you know, it's not really work that, that old saying, if mm-hmm. you're doing something that you love, it's, it's not really work, but you know, at the same time, you, you still got to pay the bills, right? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's a fine line. That's a fine line. I, again, I just, I feel so blessed that this has happened to me, that I am a professional Santa Claus and able to do something I love now, but that, I mean, that can be anything. I mean, and that could, for anybody, that could be any field, any career path. I mean, if you love making espresso coffees, you probably should be working at Starbucks, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But, you know, if you love, you know, having or doing, let's say, uh, making crafts and and all that kind of stuff and having your own Etsy. I mean, you know, if that's what you love doing, I mean, I hope that you're able to make a living of doing it because, you know, that's where we all want to be. But it's a fine line that people walk having doing something they love, but also 
being able to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So just do what you love in whatever capacity you can do it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Trevor, for coming on my show with me today. And uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Samantha. If you like this episode or you're looking to change your career, go to 28andsearching.com or become a patron to get exclusive content sent directly to you. See you next week.